Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films, Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 351. Damn. Hostiles. We were having this conversation in Hostiles? Hostiles? But a hostile sounds like... Well, yeah. Like the horror movie. Did I, I isn't that what we saw? I went and saw host, Hostels Three. Hostels that? three. More hostels. More hostiler. <laughs> <Hostel-er. laughs> so host hostiles. It's, sure. That's such a weird, <laughs> I, I think we had the same I I saw it with Brad and I think we had the same conversation and I, I talked to Joe about it too. It's like, how do you, when you say you're being hostile, I would say you're being hostile. I wouldn't say you're being hostile. I think it's just shorthand. Like, I feel like either pronunciation is acceptable, although I will say I feel like we should probably say hostile just to help distinguish it sure, from yeah. hostile. But, I would, but you would say you're being hostile. Don't be hostile. Yeah. Uh, like as shorthand. I would. Like if you, I was we, talking, yeah. I would say don't. I'm like, oh, they're being so hostile. Like I wouldn't say they're yeah. being so hostile. I think I say they're being so hostile. <laughs> yeah. Potato, potato. He also says it while he's wearing a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And no. he is playing Angry Birds 3 with his pinky in the air. Yes. Right now, so. The only way one should play Angry Birds 3. So uh, we should go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Brad. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Some quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, While you're uh, on your internet machine, you can go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash real spoilers. You can like our page. Perhaps, if you're so inclined, you could even join the League of Show Sharers while you're there. That would be delightful. Part of it. Yeah. So uh, there, there are shameless plugs, and now Joe will synopsize. <laughs> Take it away, Joe. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, red trunks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wikipedia will Wikipedia synopsize. will help us. <laughs> so this is a hard one. Brad and I talked about this. So I I saw this with Brad yesterday, and we knew Joe was not on the show, so I invited him to come on the podcast. And <laughs> as soon as we left the movie. I was like, this is going to be a tough one to go beat by beat. I mean, it's a very simple movie. It doesn't mean it's bad, but they go from point A 
to point B. Some stuff happens in between. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's the movie. It's a very like Lord of the Rings. There's yeah, I mean, <laughs> so simple. Yeah, so it's just like how do you some stuff? I, yeah, I mean, some stuff happens. It's it's kind of like a road movie with this. Some stuff happens on the way. I mean, they're traveling point yeah. A to point B. Yeah, I mean, there's there's um not a well yeah like a moodiness to this um and it takes its own damn sweet time but and i was kind of dreading it i was like oh man it's long and i just wasn't feeling it and and you know i was even more disappointed because there was a ton of people there i was like damn it you know because <laughs> i can't play on my phone i can't get some work done yeah. <laughs> but um no i mean it, it, it's um good looking movie yeah very good looking and um, you know i i'm of two minds because uh it's not that it's not a good-looking movie, but it's I, – I just – and this is unfair of me to do, but given the subject matter and given the the style of the film, I just kept going, but it's not John Ford. That is unfair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is unfair. How many are? Yeah, no. but, it, but because of the subject matter and yeah. because of the, the scenery the, – the, 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 the landscape that mm-hmm. they were Absolutely. photographing. Like, I just kept wanting to be like, oh, but couldn't you just be John Ford? <laughs> couldn't you? <laughs> Is no. that too much to ask? Yeah. For yes. you to be one of the yeah. best film directors of all time? Yeah. I, I I do think it was a beautiful film nonetheless, and, and I agree. I mean, it's it's hard to get that, mm-hmm. you know, magnificent of a scope in as, as John Ford would. But, um, yeah, I really liked the look of the film, and I feel like we haven't had a good Western in a while. Like I mean, Hell or High Water is a seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hell or High Water was a modern western, but yeah. it wasn't a western western. Yeah. I mean, this is like you know. Right I think you'd probably have to go back to True Grit. Yeah, and that was two thousand. Uh, oh, the the remake, the remake. Yeah, yeah. which okay. I liked. Oh yeah, well, I, 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 I did too. Yeah. Okay, I think I know some people are like weird about oh. it, but no, I like. I mean, I think the the original's great, and mm-hmm. I think the remake did a really good job. Yeah, this, I don't like the ending. This is a remake. It doesn't bother me. This where they just sp- kept going yeah. and he's dead. It's like, yeah. oh god. This just- is a spiritual successor, I think, to um, Unforgiven. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. You yeah, know. it's it's definitely revisionist. Absolutely, Unforgiven's um, so good. It is, but it's such a good movie. But I mean, this is also this takes, you know, that dealt with good guys and bad guys. Yeah, right. You know, this is cowboys and engines. You know, I will say for this being a revisionist western, and really in today's world, like. I feel weird calling it revisionist because it almost it sounds derogatory, like it does, oh, they're it does. ruining westerns. But uh, but you you almost have to be there has to be some balance well, in, in a modern film between the cowboys and the Indians should, in terms of moral equivalence. You should explain that though, because I think for someone probably especially because of our age, like Brad and I, um, like to me it seemed like. I mean, maybe I knew it was a little sugar coated, but there still was some very harsh treatment. Like, how is this revisionist? Well, that's what I was. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Is I think as a, as a revisionist western, I think it's probably more balanced than a lot of the revisionist westerns because I feel like yes. so originally with old time westerns from the you know beginning of cinema up until the mid sixties, there's a handful of westerns that are that have some sympathy for for Indians. Um, uh, mostly from John Ford, right? Mm-hmm. Searchers and Broken Arrow yep. was one of the first ones to actually like have some some sympathy for the Indians and have some moral equivalency of like, hey, look what they got going on. That wasn't no cup of tea, tea, you know. And uh, um, but 
by and large, it was Indians bad, Cowboys good. Like, it was just not up for debate. The Indians are killing the white people, and that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And there was never any thought given to, well, but we went to where they lived, and then they killed us. Like, that's like, they weren't, like, they weren't going into. (laughs) But we gave them blankets. Yes, Filled with smallpox. Yes. Uh, and so this this would wouldn't this not be revisionist though? Like because this is actually paying attention to what. But it's well, it's revisionist from the from the scope of like it's revising what what the genre did for generations. You know, and so then in the seventies you started to get westerns that were more attuned to 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 that sort of mentality of like, hey, the Indians. Mm-hmm. Had had le- some legitimate complaints, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you got Peckinpah, Sergio Leone. I mean, you start to look at some of the '70s output of westerns, and um, yeah, it's not you know there, it 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 didn't. Um, they weren't the antihero, um, and the sort of the morality uh, meter went back towards the middle a little bit. Right, and it was like yeah. yeah, not so fast. Yeah, because I think that like. In, on, in some ways, maybe the pendulum swung a little too far in that it, it became like they the battles between the frontiers people, frontiersmen, I guess you can say it because that's what they were, mm-hmm. uh, um, and Indians were brutal. And Indians did a lot of awful things as this too, movie opens up. As oh. this movie opens up with, and I think in yeah. a, I think in a lot of movies. Uh, for a long time, like you, you didn't necessarily get that, or they put right. it in a prism of of really like, oh, but these white folks had it coming, you know, or they'll or they'll they'll pick they'll pick cowboys to get killed by Indians. I, I'm using cowboys as a mm-hmm. very broad, you know, but they were the bad ones. But they would they, they would they, they would kind of do it to sure. they would from a storytelling device they would pick like really. <laughs> people yeah. for the Indians to kill so you would sympathize well this movie does not pull its punches it opens with I mean with oh. a baby getting shot yeah yeah it's rough. I mean like that's you know Two little take, girls yeah uh, a husband who's just trying to cut some lumber right and uh, and a baby a right mother holding a baby right. yeah and so when I first saw this and I mean it was it's it is definitely rough seeing that stuff happen I was trying to figure out where they were going with it like like was he a part of some squad that wiped out an entire tribe? No, he was just so, on, I, I took his. He's just yeah. on their land. That, I mean, and that's what, as far as we learn in the movie. It's just I was thinking, like, yeah. how are they going to justify yeah. this killing? Like, he had to have done something. Well, it's but, it's a mirror of what, a scene that we see later on. Yeah, of being on someone's land. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this movie's called Hostiles, plural, because right. it's it, a lot of hostiles it's broad. In it. It's right. broad, and it's pretty much everybody. And and the Comanches, from everything I've read, were like the the most savage. Uh, and I mean that lowercase. I'm not calling them savages, no. but like right. the, their actions were the most savage mm-hmm. of all the Indians. And like the Comanche, you say the most hostile. You could yeah. say that. Okay. Yeah. Might be. And, uh, or you could say hostile. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't begrudge it. Uh, and so part of the problem uh, with the Comanches is. The fight that they had, especially in the Texas, more in the Texas area, but the fight that they had with with settlers was that uh, the problem derived from the fact that the Comanches did not think that the settlers were 
people. They they literally didn't think that they were human beings. Conversely, neither did the settlers. Right. Right. And so like neither side thought that they were really fighting people. Mm-hmm. And so they could do whatever they wanted. Yeah, they were animals. Yeah. yeah. And so that's part of what made it just so effing brutal. Yeah. And there's a really good book. Obviously, there's a really good movie called The Searchers, but there's a really b- good book called The Searchers. It came out like five or six years ago, and it's um, it tells the story that The Searchers is based on as best as can be reconstructed because there's a lot of unreliable narrators who, who told that story. Um, and it's it's funny as you as you as the guy kind of explains the story, you keep seeing how each generation reframes that that whole like Indian abduction story f- for its new right. political prism yes. you know and uh, um, so but this book tells the story of that the searchers is based on and then it tells the story behind the writing of the book and then it tells the story behind the making of the film and uh, and it, it's fascinating and like this and I, I really enjoyed it and his the author really kind of goes into the brutality that that the Comanches would perpetrate on people but also or subtlers I should say and that but also doesn't shy away from the same brutality that the settlers perpetrated yeah. on the Comanches and so it's 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 uh it's a very balanced telling of that of that era yeah i mean the way this movie opens is it it is it's obviously it's an intentional thing, but they also do something subtle that I thought was almost brilliant. Um, you know, because we do see this family. You know, they're you know the mother's homeschooling the kids, just teaching them about adverbs, right? And the husband's out there just trying to cut some wood, and then all of a sudden, some people appear over the hill, and it turns out they're they're Indians. Uh, we find out later they're the Snake People. Um. But uh, and they just and there's no there's no mercy. They, they they're there to take the horses and the the woman even encourages her husband. Let's just go, right? But we get a sense like that's not they weren't going to let them that, just that ship go out sailed. the back door. Yeah. Like yeah. and they do. They wipe out uh, everybody and uh, we, the mother basically flees and she's holding the, the at that's, this point it's like yeah baby's probably dead. Oh, right. that's that's oh, hard to watch her carrying. I mean, she does not let go even yeah. until later scenes when we come back to her. Yeah, let go of the baby that has been shot and is clearly right. dead. And they pursue her and uh, and then we see that they kind of we we get the sense that they've probably moved on. They can't find her. She's hiding underneath a tree. And then we hear this crying, and and it you know goes to black, and we hear this weeping and screaming, and it's but it's not her. And then we immediately cut to uh, an Indian woman and her child, and we see a, a husband, you know, a, a man, an Indian man, being you know roped and dragged, and it's like they flip it, right? You know, and it's and it's to me that was like that was really really smart. Because you, we, we're assuming like we're supposed to align with, okay, in, Indians bad, settlers good. settlers good, and it's like nope, because they immediately switch to a woman who's going through the same kind of pain, the same kind of anguish, and watching her husband, and there's Christian Bale just kind of matter of factly watching this transpire. Yeah, well, that, we've, that's we've, the gig. Yeah, but we also find out throughout the movie, and and what I really like what the film does is how there is that balance, and it goes back and forth. Between Christian Bale's character, 
um, who is is he a captain mm-hmm. in the in the army? Yeah, uh, he's a captain, and then there's a chief that for seven years this chief has been imprisoned by them, and so they've both done terrible things. But throughout the film, they go back and forth, and these two characters, these two men have to come to terms with the idea that they both done horrible things and mm-hmm. neither of them is right in doing them, but, right. but they have to find some way to move on and eventually work together throughout this film. And I just really like that back and forth between them and, and how it doesn't really paint one is good or one is bad. I mean, in no. Christian Bale's character's mind, I mean, obviously the, the Indians are all bad because of these terrible things. They've killed his friends. Right. Um, they've done all these awful things, but think about the things he's done and we learned that you know he didn't exactly give them right. too fair of a treatment over the years so it, it's kind of funny because this is like uh, very similar to i think a lot of people think this is like dances with wolves and it's not you right. know like that one is very broad the, the kind of like shift that the character goes through and this is notches incremental yeah, yeah. yeah. it's and it's subtlety and i think that's a lot of the portrayal so uh, christian bale is is just Really, he, he's just so good to watch in this because yeah, he's yeah. doing so little with a lot of his, you know, mannerisms and his reaction. But it's like God, this is a good reminder of how good of an actor I, he actually is. I think my only complaint about Christian Bale in the role is I feel like he's a little. I feel like he's too young for it. I feel like this role probably ultimately calls for an actor that's a little bit older and a little bit more yeah. grizzled, someone that's going to retire after their. 20 some odd years right but i mean i guess at the same time if you think about it i mean (laughs) they start young in those years you started when i mean a lot i mean there were a lot of people that fought the civil war when they were Mm -hmm. they signed up when they were 14 15 years old as his friend yeah so like you could you could do 20 years and be done by the time you're 38 i mean well he's 40 live to 40 (laughs) right he's 43 so i mean so it makes he started 18 i guess he just doesn't look like the sort of guy who spent twenty years on the frontier. Yeah. yeah, I think they did a good job casting around him though with the with his uh, or in I want to say inferiors, I guess, but yeah. his crew to yeah. make it, it makes him yeah. subordinates is yeah. a good word that make him appear older than yeah. you know that might yeah, counterbalance that's fair. that with Jesse Plemons and I don't yeah. with the other kid who had a Timothy real Chalamet real yeah. weird line readings. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. him, but it was I mean, just, yeah. clearly Chalamet. Clearly, he is of some French, mm-hmm. d- you know. descendant like Mm -hmm. i i thought it was interesting i mean he obviously was in call me by your name Mm -hmm. he was in ladybird two oscar nominated films there's already a ladybird two (laughs) what wow (laughs) that thing's a juggernaut uh so he was in those films you know and and then you see him in this little role i thought that was odd but yeah his his french accent type of thing they call Mm -hmm. him frenchy as a nickname um, he doesn't have that big of a part spoiler alert i but i did think there was something weird going on there i'm like and he's a cook so yeah, <laughs> typical. He said, home, but he wasn't. Home. But he wasn't making croissants. Yeah, <laughs> baguette. I've got but, the baguettes, gentlemen. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So he, so uh, Christian Bale's character is tasked with getting Yellowhawk basically back to his home territory so he can die. Yeah, the and government, he, even the government has. A, 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 I mean, it's also PR, but the government right. has decided enough's enough. Time to just move on. Right, and. You know, it's been it's 1892. Years. I don't know that we started off by saying this. So it's like yeah. this era is definitely coming to a close. And yeah. this is the era when you would start to see Indians segueing into mm-hmm. like Wild West shows and like the yeah. same Indians yeah. a lot of times that had been scalping settlers for years are now 
in these wild west traveling shows as like comic relief yeah. and and come and come and look at the savage and it yeah. you know like it was it was a weird it was a weird time it was a weird time it was yeah. pre you know it's like f troop yeah pre you know <laughs> except none of the like indians of were were Italian? Uh, were jewish vaudevillians <laughs> or vaudevillians <laughs> That was always a strange choice, but okay. Um, no, I mean, and, and, and I dug it. And, well, like, yeah. On the one hand, I know it's offensive, but like on the it other is. hand, oh, I so love bad. the fact that like they didn't even try. That they were like, no. "This is ludicrous," and we know Frank, it. Like it Frank felt decorva. It felt <laughs> very knowing. Like they weren't trying to trick you. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's interesting because we see character, uh, sort of character actors. Jesse Plemons is a good one where it's like, "Oh, is he going to be the douche?" No. And Stephen Lang, you know, who, you know, is, I love, is so good in so many movies. I love Jesse Plemons, and I love that uh, as a character actor, and he's really coming into his I would not have thought that this he would have been, like, this generation's character actor. But I love <laughs> that he is so able to go from, like, just a complete D-bag to, like, a guy you root for from yeah. film to film, yeah. and like some of those character actors kind of fall into that rhythm yeah. where as soon as you see them, as well, soon that as guy, you, as soon <laughs> well, as you see Ben yeah. Foster, you know, yeah, it's going to get ugly. Or like right. William Fickner, yeah, bad oh, guy. Yeah. You know, it's like you yeah. see these yeah. people, and you're but like, you know, great character actor, bad guy, yeah. but you know exactly yeah. what they're yeah. there to do, yeah. right? And and uh, but Jesse Plemons, he he yeah. isn't like that. No. Like you, he could. He he could go either way in a movie. Like you don't know what he's gonna do. And he's yeah. in I love every that. movie, everything. Yeah, like right? it's it's great when I saw him in this. And I I went into this movie knowing nothing other yeah. than Christian Bale, you know, western. Like I knew nothing about the cast. Yeah. I had some surprises that popped up halfway yeah. through the movie. I'm like, what? Uh, but yeah, Jesse Plemons is great. And I I I think I mean that kid. When I saw him on Breaking Bad, was the first time I ever oh, saw. Same him. here. Yep. Matt Damon. See, the first time I saw him, to me, it's always he's Landry. From Friday Night Lights, right. it's okay. always Landry. And and uh, hey, did you ever watch? Friday I never Night? watched it, so. dude. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. This is the show or the movie. Th- well, both are great, but yeah. the show is what I'm talking about. Okay. He's in the show. I haven't and, seen the show. And uh, and like, just keep in mind, this is this is me yeah. right. telling I, you yeah. to go watch something about football. I've like, heard great yeah. things. It is it, yeah. it is a phenomenal show. Okay. And and uh, and he, all I know is Tim Riggins. Tim Riggins. How do you not like Tim Riggins? But uh, um, but he is so good in that show, and he plays just kind of like the doofy best friend, and you just really and so it's like I I always I always see Landry like even when he's playing a bad guy, and I don't mean that in like as an insult, like I mean I, even when he's playing a bad guy, I still kind of see the goodness in yeah. him on some level, yeah. you know, like and uh and I just and so I I like that he doesn't always yeah. besmirch my memory of Landry by being the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. No, so I, I, yeah, I, I saw him and I'm like, oh wow, he's in this. Like he's in everything. No yeah. surprise. Uh, but that that episode of um, Black Mirror, I know Brad, yeah. you've seen it. Oh yeah. Do you watch the first episode Not of yet. this new season? I haven't got to yet. <laughs> he's so good. Watch the first episode of this new season. It's so good. It's the longest one they've ever done, but it's based on like a Star Trek type show. Right. I could tell. But I've seen the still shots. And yeah. As soon as you see the pictures, you know what they're doing. Yeah. But he uh, he was in the Post. He was in American Made. Uh, he was in that Black Mirror episode. He was in a movie called The Discovery. I don't know what that one is. Oh, and Netflix, like a Netflix movie. But yeah, oh, the guy yeah. is popping up all over the place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, it, it was uh, so there's they'd show the different 
Indian tribes. And so in the beginning, it was Comanche that was the that killed the family. Right. These these Indians are Cheyenne, and so and the family that they that the that the the cavalry was killing the cavalry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was Apache. Okay, so they show a lot of different uh, dif- different tribes in this film, and mm-hmm. my history isn't good enough to know the difference. Like, if if there were supposed to be showing like the good ones or the you know the bad ones, quote unquote. Like, I didn't know good, if they were well, showing good and bad is subjective. That's sure, whole- but like like Comanche were known more for being more violent. I think they were the, of, the I, from what I understand, and I am far right. from knowledgeable, but but from what I understand, like they were the like. The ones that we tended to have the most brutal battles with. Okay, yeah. I think Cheyenne were more the peaceful one. Yeah, I mean, they they go out they of their way to explain that that this chief is. I mean, uh, Christian Bale explains. I mean, we 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 find out. Right. I mean, he's not good. Yeah. Right. But he explains some of the deeds. Right. That, his that hands the, aren't clean either. No. Right. And and they're they're brutal. And his resistance to like you know, when he's told, um, and it's by Stephen Lang who. Is also someone like the last time we saw him in a big movie was well, this isn't a big movie, but like uh, Avatar, right. bad guy. So it was interesting to have him sort of like uh, be the guy who's like, yeah, this is it, enough's enough, and right. we're, we're moving on. He yeah. was don't breathe too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's but he's usually like the heavy or the, yeah. the villain. So it was kind of interesting to have him be like the guy who you know. Again, they they kind of cast against type and, and yeah. be the guy because you know, you're like, oh, he's gonna tell him they kill him. Yeah, no, no, he's like, no, you're gonna do this, <laughs> right? You're, I'm telling you, I'm making you, and and Bale's resists every every order that he gives him until he basically you know waves his his pension his check. Pension, in front yeah. of him. This is a tough scene to watch because yeah. I, you've got a guy that's given his entire life to the army with Christian Bale. He's a captain. He obviously has been following orders and and doing a good job with whatever task he's been given and it comes you know it's really funny it reminded me of lethal weapon you know i'm getting too old for this he's about to retire and they send him on this suicide mission right and it's like it's dangerous and he's the only man for the job Stephen lang says and and yeah it was really tough because you feel for christian bill like he's done everything right and now he doesn't want to i think rightfully so escort someone who has killed his best friends right peacefully to you know go retire Mm -hmm. and and you know you don't know when he's gonna die but to go retire in montana it's like you really feel conflicted for this guy. and it's interesting because you you could look back at at moments in history like this and be very judgmental but the thing is is at some point if you don't say we're just gonna stop it it never stops right you know what i mean like that you know like if you think about it it would be there's another version of of American history where it would be very easy for Native Americans to basically have become insurgents and just waging terroristic war Mm -hmm. indefinitely because they were outraged at what happened to them. And at some point, both sides decided that enough was enough. And, 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 and I don't mean that like, and then it was ever, happily ever after. No, because but it, the Dakota Pipeline would prove differently. Right, yeah. <laughs> and well, if you've ever driven through Indian Territory, when we last year on vacation, we were in the Southwest, and it was like, you would be driving through like Colorado or whatever, and you'd be, and, uh, and you'd be driving through, and, uh, and it would be like, oh man, beautiful scenery, it's just lush, and then it would be like, it would just be like somebody drew a line, and everything was dead dead and it was just rock and sand and you'd be and then like 
20 feet after that line, it'd be like, welcome to Navajo country. Or, right. I mean, it was so it was like and then and then like you would drive on that for like three hours and then uh, and then you'd see green in the distance and about 20 feet before it turned back to green. It'd be like now leaving them. It was just mm-hmm. like, you know, like it was like we you know, obviously picked the crappiest land to give them. And I know that's not a new revelation, but when you see it that starkly of like there is literally like nature drew a line of this is a hole and then we, that's what here we you go them. yeah <laughs> like it's just like operation right it's, it's like when you when it's when it's that stark as you're driving through and it's just like bloop now it's awful yeah. it's yeah hmm. yeah so so he gets his his squad together here so you get frenchy who's timothy chalamet um you get uh lieutenant kidder uh you get uh, who is um Clemens character and so yeah. he's like a the academic he just graduated from West Point so he says that they don't see many of his type out there right. um, you get and then you get his uh, you know kind of his right hand man uh, his name is uh, Master Sergeant Metz and who is that actor is that the guy from Dazed and Confused I I couldn't and, is that and CSI Miami so that is that Wes no let me see that's not him no that's not West Duty no, no West no, Duty no. is the chief is it at no, it's not Adam Beach. That's the son. He had a very familiar face. I, I couldn't place I, it either. I was thinking is he looks like the dad from Twilight, but I always confuse those guys. Dazed and confused. Yeah. He's dazed yeah. and confused. Yeah. I always confuse that actor with the dad from Twilight. Yeah, he, like so they this guy this guy is similar yeah, Dazed and Confused and also um he was on C S I Miami for a long time. And it was I, it was this moment I was like, Is that there, I mean he's very sunken in, he's got this huge yeah. beard, and this guy I mean, this guy is done. And he's saying he's done. He's seen some stuff. He's he's, he's done, and yeah. but he's gonna go one more time because you know his his best friend has faith in him, and it's like, well, we're gonna do this, and then we'll 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 be done. Well, he talks about he's had some some mental issues, and I think they took away his the, gun, the the uh, melancholia, and and Christian Bale says, yeah, there's no such. Thing. What is that? Yeah. Depression? depression depression yeah, yeah. so it's PTSD. so that was before they recognized right. these things it's and, ptsd yeah and he's like yeah that doesn't exist but this, so they took away his gun from him he's a soldier with no gun he basically doesn't have anything to right. do and so christian bale picks him to come on this mission to give him you know he gives him his gun right. back yeah exactly and he hands him his gun uh and then there the last one is corporal woodson uh who's a black man and this is post-civil war mm-hmm. so i guess i was a little bit confused where like this part of the army, like how far was it after the Civil War? And there was a black soldier, but there right. wasn't any problem, and no one seemed to have any issue, like between the other soldiers. Yeah, I thought that was a little but like I don't know how I was historically confused. accurate that was. I mean, he's been with him sure. with with Christian Bale for a long time, and there was so a like, period post Civil War during Reconstruction when you were getting, you know, black congressmen and black like it, yep. that was happening, yeah. and then. And then the South stopped that from happening, and yeah. I don't remember exactly when that came yeah. to a close. But uh, but there there was a period of time when the government was making a concerted effort mm-hmm. to try and to get black people mm-hmm. into political positions and business. Own they were you know they were making an effort because they were like we need yeah we can't just release all the slaves and be like right. okay you're on your own like yeah. that's like you know like that's not really a a good solution either and so there was a period of time and that's also part of why 
the South hated the North even be, even long after the yeah. wars because they felt like the Northerners came in carpetbaggers. That's where that phrase mm-hmm. came from. Is would come in and basically tell them like, no, this is what you're going to do, which is why there continued and continues to be such animosity between North and South sometimes. So. Yeah, uh, but this guy, I mean, we even though he's not like second in command it's like he kind of is because this right. guy's he speaks the language and he is like all, he is alert yeah we see this guy the entire time is like always got christian bale's back yeah. right and, and like back. you said they obviously have a long history there's a moment where i thought they were going to go this direction with him being black because uh when they do stumble across the the, the woman who's got her kids her yeah. babies she's still you know holding her baby and he tries to give her a blanket and she pushes back but it's because of you know the baby, the baby. It's not yeah. because of it. that's what I'm i thought like, oh, too that's that's what i was confused yeah. i'm like are they gonna show because of the time yeah. period i was surprised that they never even broached the subject and i yeah. don't know if that was a conscious decision if if it just they didn't want to include it with all the other yeah. stuff with the indians going on or if it was just well, this guy was a soldier yeah you know and he was a good one yeah, so, definitely. That's, so, that's what they left but so it doesn't come into play just at all. No. This is just one long trip. I mean, they are gonna they have to make it to Montana, um, and they run into a few different issues. So the first one is this Comanche war party. The, so the snake people. Yeah. So they pick up the woman uh, who's Rosamund Pike. Yeah. And she is just distraught. She she has all her kids oh. uh, in bed. She's got a blanket over them. Really good. I mean, it's a great performance. I mean, she is just she's. She's suffering from PTSD herself. She yeah. is just like staring off into the I distance. I don't think there's anything post about that trauma. No, that's, true. that's no. just TSD. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. She doesn't even want to. I mean, they're like, we should bury these. This family. There's four. There's a baby, two girls, and a father. There's like yeah. basically four. Right. Her entire family's dead. And the only reason she's alive is because the baby took the bullet. Yeah. Take that, yeah. Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> Um. And, yeah, and so when they even like they attempt to like maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll just dig the graves for you, and she stops them and just tears into to the earth, and it's it's. I mean, that was she's good. It was yeah, she's good in this. She is. She is, she is really good. So I I I think it was a great performance, and I felt so bad throughout the film because she just keeps getting dropped into terrible situations, oh, and it's like as if this isn't bad enough. You know, I mentioned PTSD because then when the Comanches come back, it's like, oh, my gosh, you just suffered your entire family being murdered. Mm-hmm. Now they're back. Yeah. And then, you know, she goes on to be abducted again. And you're like, oh, my well, God. And well, and the people that are there to save her have two Indians. Yeah. In tow, yeah. You know. Well, and it's it's interesting. So the first run in with the, the snake people, uh, this tribe, um, we see them like we see, you know, the the the, the tribe that they're carrying back home. They engage with them like they they help take them out, and yeah. even though they're shackled and chained, and, and that Christian was a great Bale, scene. We, we even see it's like he's you know because the chief had said you know unchain us and uh, we will help us, we you. will help, and he yeah. and he yeah, yeah we should mention so because of Christian Bale's hate of this chief and the fact that he saw his friends die next yeah. to him on the battlefield at his hands he as soon as they get outside of town (laughs) over the hill yeah he's like stop parade over and he he gets the chief down and at first i guess he gives him a knife because he wants to fight him like Mm -hmm. we're gonna settle this right now is how i took it he gave him a knife christian bell had a knife and uh the chief doesn't play along at all he says he doesn't fear death and Christian Bale puts him and his son mm-hmm. in chains. Yeah. And the women, he says, take their braids take out. Their I guess he out. doesn't, just to kind of de- demean. I think that's I guess part of was, their, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of their, 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 
their culture. Yeah, so right. he just just a demeaning thing, like yeah. take their braids out. And, yeah. You know, so he so he chains them up, and yeah, they they basically say we're being hunted. Once they find Rosamund Pike, they say they're not gone. They're going to track us and they're yeah. going to kill us all take us out of these chains and we'll help. We need yeah. to fight as one. And Christian Bale is having none of it. And then this big fight goes down and it was awesome. I mean, the guy, one of the guys in chains, he's using the guy. his chains to choke yeah, the guy. Yeah. Great action. While scene. on a horse. Yeah. On it a was horse. great. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, these two, it's the chief and his son. Uh, they are, you know, just tearing it up and helping them out a lot. And so the next time when at nightfall, you know, after this whole thing goes down, he talks to him again and says, if we want to survive, we need to fight as one. And and this whole time, the chief, you can see that the chief has grown. I don't know if it's because his days are numbered or yeah, just he has he's cancer. Yeah, so uh, he's dying. He's also had seven years in a jail cell to be thinking about things, I guess. But you can tell that this character has grown to where he is. He's over the you know cowboys versus Indian thing. Like he is ready to. Yeah move on and to help them and and just move past the, the well, let's go home history. and die yeah yeah and and uh and christian bale obviously still has you know a lot of you know a lot of anger and a, a lot of hostility built up against him and so um but he he eventually concedes and says and, and realizes yes they're they're gonna kill us uh they took out frenchy it was still a while before he took him out of the chains though was it, it was like, i think it was after that it was after, but he was sees, it immediately after that i felt like they were still it was still think, a little bit before he mm, totally trusted them yeah because I, I was, was kind of i remember being like you would think he didn't like immediately like yeah. he didn't but immediately but it was, but it was that after night, that right but that night after the out. fight he talks to him he goes up to him and, and christian bale is always very you know what what do you want like he's yeah. very short with them but he talks to him and that's when he says the thing about fighting is one and, and, and then yeah. he calls Jesse Plemons over and he says, take them out of the chains and Jesse Plemons is like, what, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and then he says, you know, if they try anything, shoot them. But yeah. you know, he realizes that these guys are going to come back and they killed Frenchie. I think they look yeah. at his dead body, like hanging over a horse or something. He's like, we're all going to end up like that. If you right. don't, if we don't fight as one. So, um, they realize that, you know, they need to. And so he reluctantly lets them out. And then, uh, eventually, <laughs> well, uh, what's his name uh, is on night is on the uh, night watch. His, his yeah, the guy who uh, who is is definitely uh, done. Yeah, Mets, you know, he's the, not he's not che- he's he's not fully engaged. Yeah, his buddy. Uh, so I think he takes. A, is this the time where he takes over from for Plemons? Yeah, Plemons is on watch, and he's like, "All right, you can go." I'm you know, and yeah. and Plemons has another great scene with Plemons talking about how he's never killed a man, you know, and what does it feel like? Do you remember your first time? And and Mets yeah. is like, it, "It was so long ago." <laughs> I don't 14. even. Yeah, and he and he's numb. He doesn't. He says it all just you know doesn't yeah. feel like anything after a while. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he takes the night watch and he falls asleep. Sure does. And this was so great. I didn't realize what happened. I turned right. to Brad because I didn't understand it at first. You see them all at the campfire and the, the chief and his son are just like staring at them. And at first I'm like, what are they doing? What are they? Why are they watching them? So <laughs> careful? Are they, I thought they were going to escape or something yeah. over the night. No. But so you see, you see Mets and he's smoking a cigar or something. And I guess he falls asleep. And then they wake up the next morning. Everyone's still there. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Yeah. They get on their horses, they go, and then they come across all the Comanche dead and the yeah. one, the leader with the red face paint and the black lines yeah. in it hanging. Yeah. Like, um, like they are no longer <laughs> yeah, a problem. They're <laughs> not the enemy in the, in the, in the movie. We yeah. find out like, okay, well they're not the heavy because yeah. they're done. And I thought the whole time was, yeah, going to be like cat and mouse with nope. those Comanche, the, mm-hmm. with the snakes, the, the snake people, the snake people and their group. And so they're taken out. And so... 
I'm like, at first, I'm like, who did this? Like, I'm like, I'm like, is there another tribe that now is even bigger and badder? And that's what they're trying to show. And then Christian Bale goes and talks to Mets and says, if you ever fall asleep, I don't like to be humiliated if you yep. ever fall asleep. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Those <laughs> two guys, yeah. the old chief and his son, took out that entire group yeah. while they were sleeping and yeah. then came back to and, we, and it's funny because like, we don't see what they did, but no. obviously, I mean, and, and these are these are the, like, we could say they're the bad guys. Right. Yeah. And, but they're like, I mean, one guy's gutted, his entrails are hanging out. I mean, they're... They're, they, they wiped these guys out. They tore it up two guys, one being an old man dying of cancer. Uh-huh. That's why those guys are badasses. Like yeah. there's That was amazing. So I thought that was so cool yeah. how they did that without showing it, but you completely understand yeah. how how tough they are and how great of warriors they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then we see Rosamund Pike jump off her horse and basically unload her weapon in one of the bodies. Yeah. Taking out a little yeah. little anger, little, uh, this little counseling, yeah. little uh, medicine there. Sure. Yeah, I was like, uh, "How many bullets do you guys have? Like, should you be putting all six in an already dead guy? Like, yeah. I I understand, right? But. <laughs> that was at the first battle, though, right? Before they found them all dead at the tree. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It was it was yeah, from it was. the big battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. That's that's a little Wild West therapy right there. Is yeah. what we call that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, so yeah, and so I should mention so they, uh, they are no longer the threat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they they go to a, a camp that's I guess in between, and, and uh, Christian Bale meets a general or the the head of the camp that the is fort. that he knows. Yeah, fort. It's a fort along the way, and they're going to drop off Rosamund Pike there. Um, and then they get to they go to dinner, and we see that like the. The captain, his or whoever that is, the head, his mm-hmm. wife is. Gen- I, he might be a general. Is he a general? Okay. Uh, they, they, he's, his wife is talking about how badly they treat the Indians, and, uh, and he's yeah. like, "All right, that's enough." Of you. And she's like, "Well, Hippie. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah." And it's and it's tough because we do see that that is true. Part of what she's saying is true, but at the same time, we also saw what happened to Rosamund Pike's family, right? And. And that they both are just sitting there, you know, Christian Bale and Rosamund Pike are just letting this woman go on and on. And obviously they're trying to be respectful of their right. host. But at the same time, you're like, uh, lady, you aren't fully informed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and especially and, what this woman just went through. Yeah, absolutely. And so and then, you know, finally the her husband's like, All right, that's enough. And he says, Let's go have a smoke in the in the you know, whatever, cigar <laughs> yeah. in the lounge. So he he talks to him and, and this guy, I just again Christian Bale is like, you know, a couple days away from retirement and this guy's like, Yeah, we need you to bring a dangerous prisoner uh, to be <laughs> executed on your route and I'm like, come on, what? This is not good news. And just add that to your to-do right. list. Yeah, well, and and he agrees. You know, and I think the other thing is too that Christian Bale. I mean, this is all he knows as a soldier. Like, I think he accepts it because he's like, what else? Like, this right. is what I do. I enjoy it, and I'm about to be retired. So you know what? Why not? Why not do what I'm good at? Right. And, and One more for old times. Exactly. Sake. And so. Out of nowhere is Ben Foster, which again didn't know he was in this movie. Yeah, I'm I didn't like, either. Ben Foster, <laughs> like that's kind of a big. He's a big actor to be just kind of coming in halfway through the movie in this right. little role. So obviously, you know something important is going to go on. So he apparently, I don't remember the full story, but he he murdered one of his men, or he. I didn't take it as that he did something to an to like one of the tribes. I thought that he he murdered one of his own people. Is, I Did couldn't guys, tell though because he kept defending his actions by saying that like, well, I, I I haven't done anything you didn't do. Yeah, you know. But but then Christian Bale answers, well, I was doing my job or I was doing what was ordered. Like I right. feel like 
he was trying to get at him, but still Ben Foster's crimes were worse because his was like cold blooded murder. Did you pick well, up on exactly what Ben Foster? Foster? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he uh, attacked a bunch of uh, prostitutes at a whorehouse. Oh, Oh, okay, totally so not, that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. He, no, so he, that, we he, couldn't figure he out what basic, he did. No, he, he murdered he, someone. Yeah, he he was. I mean, it, it's similar to, and that actually made me kind of felt like a callback to uh, Unforgiven. Okay, because um, it's the same thing that happened in that. Right, it's like no, these were defenseless. These weren't soldiers. That right. he he you know he didn't go on like a he kind of went on a, a a knife spree at a at a whorehouse. So we're to believe that he he just got like drunk at a whorehouse and yeah. started. Yeah, carving people up. Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that definitely makes this character so less like what than, you know, like on the surface. If you take like what his physical actions are, and very similar to what Christian Bale did, but Christian Bale was doing it. You know, it was his job. Right. This guy just got drunk and started hacking away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, prostitutes so I, it, because they were you know subhuman. Yeah, and I got that from the Christian Bale interaction because mm-hmm. you knew that whatever Ben Foster did was just plain murder where mm-hmm. Christian Bale we find out and I see I thought there was going to be some weird twist type reveal where yeah. Christian right. Bale was in on some kind of I don't know if you'd say illegal activity but I thought that he had a secret that he was keeping yeah. but come to find out basically yeah. Christian Bale when he was fighting the Indians alongside his you know fallen brothers he he took care of business maybe not in the most civilized way he didn't just shoot them he right. gutted them mm-hmm. and so that was not well and they used to i mean they used to, the reason they were scalping people is they would pay you for the scalps that's yeah. how you proved you killed an indian they didn't want you bringing the whole body back that was a lot of work just bring the head just bring the scalp back yeah and you'd get paid for that gotcha so yeah. so i mean what Christian Bale and him end up talking about in, in a later scene is that, you know, Ben Foster's justifying his actions and saying, it could right. easily be you here chained up. And Christian Bale's like, no, it's not the same thing, you know? And yeah. And I mean, that's the reason why he's chained up. There's like, this guy is dangerous. Like he's, he's gone outside the scope of what their, their, even their jobs. level <laughs> of brutality. Right. Yeah. Well, they, it's a bridge too far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, you know, as soon as you see Ben Foster, you're like, crap yes that's not gonna yeah (laughs) exactly and they don't you don't bring in someone like ben foster halfway through a movie to have him just be the the package like yeah yeah, just like oh deliver him here here go see ya well you are allowed to put your thing in a prostitute not if that thing is a knife that's pretty much it yeah exactly (laughs) so uh they do a couple uh, of trade-offs here so they obviously lost frenchie they they bury him uh, Corporal Woodson was shot in the shoulder mm. during their run-in with the Comanche, so he was hanging on, you know, by a thread. Uh, and before they leave, Christian Bell goes to visit him, and that's where we get a little bit more of their history. We understand they fought together for a long time, and he obviously Christian Bell cares about him. He's very dear to him, and uh, he drops him off. I think I guess was it a letter or money? I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he was trying to just relay his you know what he ends up having to say you yeah. know just you know that they're he's very they're very close yeah so uh, that's why i thought maybe it's a really emotional scene and yeah, maybe he it, was trying to avoid you he know, was trying to avoid and, it yeah. you know and, and we see he's he's just a few steps behind his his buddy who who's kind of a husk and 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 not all there anymore and you can see christian bale is a guy who's like trying to stay ahead of that yeah he sees what could happen to him and so he's just trying to like skirt the emotion 
and and move away from it, which is why it's like he's going to leave this here and he's going to walk out and the guy wakes up. And it's yeah, it's 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 a good scene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they pick up a couple of other people to replace the uh, you know to replace the the guys that they lost and uh, they move forward with Ben Foster. So uh, continue on their journey. Uh, uh, Rosamund Pike, she's like she was given an invitation to stay at that fort, but they said the next train doesn't come until Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> the wife of that general was like, Oh, I'm sure it's we'll the, find. Is it the polar express? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause the stagecoach is coming. Yeah, I guess. And is that because of the danger of the territory? They stopped running because they said the coaches I, couldn't. I might, didn't get that. Or was it just complacency? I, or it's probably just, it's also probably supply and demand. They probably just don't have enough reason to run the train there. Right. You know? like, it's just like how they it's like, we really don't need to keep these people as prisoners anymore. They're just trying to like, let's just get, yeah. get rid of that. Yeah. So so they invite her, uh, you know, the wife of the general says, I'm sure we can find plenty to keep you busy. And she's like, OK, like yeah. she just she has nothing there and, and nobody anymore. And so right. she she tells Christian Bale's character, like, you're the only person that I want to be with. Like, you know, I would like to come with you. I know I'm an inconvenience. And he says, saddle up a horse for her and lets her come along where I'm just like, oh, you know, that's never good news. Like like she's not going to have a you know, happy journey along for the ride. I'm like, oh, this poor right. woman's in for in for some uh, terrible situations. But uh, they go they go along and uh, they're they're stopped. Uh, they eat dinner and then uh, Rosamund Pike goes with the um, is it the 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 wives? Yeah, the wives the, to go clean the dishes after and, dinner. And the child. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Christian Bell says you don't have to do that, or you know they can do that just as good as anyone. And she's like, ah, and I'm perfectly capable. Like she's very strong headed. Like. Like and you kind of got to let her do whatever she needs to do because she's obviously she's, getting over some stuff. Yeah, she's still not okay. Um, so they go to do that, and three fur traders stumble upon them. Yeah, and Damn. it's bad news. So yeah. she is now abducted uh, along with the wives, and uh, the child gets away mm-hmm. and starts yelling to his father and his grandfather, and, and says that she's gone. So now they've got to go on this adventure to go get the women back, and. Um, you know, I I would you just and know, these guys are bad too. Yeah, I, you know, I like no. I was trying to. So, do we know? I was trying to figure out what their end game was with these women. Like, why did they abduct the women? Uh, <laughs> concubines. Yeah, slavery. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I mean, obviously, they're not running into a lot they're of women traders. Out there. They're fur traders in both senses of the word. Okay, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's why. So it actually. So they were. <laughs> that's. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way I took it too. Okay, so yeah. they. So they you were, agree with me? Yes. That they're. <laughs> I. No, I think they deal in any. Okay. Trade. Okay. Yeah. And I, they probably don't see a lot of women, and so I wasn't sure right. if it was for personal reasons or for trading reasons. Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And do so and I also couldn't figure out because of the trauma they had been through, were the women just roughed up or did the, um, I think the assumption that was there was probably some um test driving. Yeah. Ugh, awful. So they're in this terrible situation and all the soldiers are on the hill, like trying to figure out how to best go get them and and i think christian bale is going to go take someone down to go save them and the chief is like nope that's my daughter i am going to go lead this and that's my last word on it yeah and this is the first point where you really see i mean after all that they've been through christian bale is starting to kind of change a little bit because he doesn't fight with it and especially considering the circumstances he just 
okay. He just lets yeah. him lets yeah. him do it. Um, and so in the past, it's always been frontier justice. Yeah, it's, I mean it's literally what it is. Yeah. Yes, you know, absolutely. So you know, and this is a scene where they don't show what's happening, but they end up sneaking into the tents. And you know that someone's going to get taken out here. And, and, you know, I was worried that it would be one of the main characters. But it ends up being one of the, you know, one of the extra guys they the picked up. The red shirt. Yeah, exactly. So uh, all the traitors are killed. The red shirt, you know, tag along is killed. Uh, but everybody else makes it out all right. Mm-hmm. And so they continue on their journey. Uh, you know, and, and it's a lot. Again, there's a lot of really good interactions and a lot of good Facial expression. I mean, a lot of emotions with very few words. And so the movie's kind of quiet and kind of slow, but I wouldn't say it never got boring for me. Like, I was not plotting. No, I really enjoyed it, but it's not an action packed movie. Like, when there's there's about like three big fights in it and they're very well done. But this movie is not a no. shoot 'em up type of western. Like, so do not go into it expecting just nonstop action. It's I, I wish it was a little more like that. I wish yeah. it told the same story, but yeah. it had a little bit more energy to it. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's not. It, it, yeah. It's not that. Um, there, yeah. When they, I, I thought it was interesting is after the scene when they get back. You know, everybody's kind of. Oof. Raul Julia. Yeah, everybody's trying to like just come down, and, and we see Rosamund Pike kind of sitting in, in her tent, just decompressing. And that's when we get Ben Foster like sort of lecturing um, Christian Bale, and then they cut to Rosamund Pike, and she hears everything that's being said, so yeah. she understands. Is like Christian Bale's like not a good guy, right? Y- you know, or not in the sense of like what she's you know the brutality she's been experiencing firsthand. So. I thought it was interesting because it was like, you know, you think they're going to, this is going to like kind of drive a wedge between them, but. Well, and this is also where I thought there was going to be some kind of a deeper, darker twist going on because when Ben Foster has this conversation with him and he says that it could, you know, he could easily be up on this tree and chains and you strapped to that tree. Yeah. And, and I can't remember. I think that was maybe in a scene before, but like, I thought that that was going, we were going to get like, Oh, what did Christian Bale do that we don't know about? And this guy, like he has to keep, the thing is, like, he can't let other people find out what happened. But really, right. all it comes down to is it's just showing that, you know, Foster's a real bad guy. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale is not a bad guy, but he also isn't exactly He's a publicly supported bad guy. Books. Yeah. yeah. He, he's done some things that are not necessarily the best way to handle them, but also he's he's still doing the work of the army. Like, he's not going off on his own. Just He's doing the job. He's doing the job, and he's his hands are still dirty. Yeah. But he's getting, oh yeah. yeah, and that's I mean doing he's the done, job has has historically well we've heard that yeah <laughs> it's been to to sort of uh, uh, pacify horrible 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 atrocities yeah but that's you know it's sort of the pass yeah doing the job so this is where we get uh, there, it's raining uh, Rosamund Pike invites Christian Bale into the tent so obviously she wasn't yeah. Too no 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 she she basically like it you know she accepts it yeah and, and well and it's but also of that era you know I always look at things it's the so, era yeah right <laughs> like I mean, you know it's like you know when when people I always get frustrated when people try to apply modern day morals to people right. from different eras right. it's like you know it's like I'm I'm really happy all those guys stormed the beach at Normandy but none of them supported gay marriage I'll tell you that and so right. if we if we start if we start creating these litmus tests right. for people that were that are that far in the past like it's you're yeah. always you're you're always going to be 
repulsed, right. and and we have to at some point accept that hopefully each generation moves the ball forward right. towards fairness, but no generation is going to be perfect. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll, we see it's like. <clears throat> the reason Bale is able to, you know, sort of get this pass from her is that we see he's he's nothing but decent to yeah. her. And so she hears, she understands, you know, what has happened, but she accepts it's like that was what he was assigned to do. Right. And um yeah, she invites him in. I'm, I was happy that they didn't make this some sort of Ro- big romance, romantic. Yeah. Not over. Right. That's where I was yeah. starting wondering. I was like, oh like, god, don't. I started thinking about the time cuz we see day and night, day and night. And I don't know how much time actually passed, but with all of the things that she's been through and to be like right. cuddling with him in a tent now, I'm like, yeah. don't, don't go yeah. that way. And I, no. And this is, I, I think, feel like marriages back then were a lot more like that. They were very, right. they were utilitarian mm-hmm. and they they're were functional. You're right. <laughs> and they were agreements yeah. They were contractual and they're like, you know, and it was, you know, well, and then I'm going to take care of the home and you're going to go out and farm or, or hunt or whatever. But right. it was it was very it wasn't as much I'm in love with you as it is uh, we can function well together. Yeah. Um, but it we can see that they're both. I mean, so they 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 restrain from you know, getting too melodramatic. Right. Or, or they do too, some cuddling. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. I'm glad. I mean, they it look like people who yeah. are reaching out just because they're both, honestly, both in, in pain, yeah. right? Absolutely, in just di- different ways. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that big rain spells problems for us. But you know. uh, yeah, so obviously, uh, you know, Ben Foster is up to no good when he starts coughing and choking. He's been tied up under a tree with no shelter in this big downpour, and Jesse Plemons brings him a cup of hot water. He says the captain doesn't want you to freeze to death, and he's just like choking and coughing. And so, Plemons says, "Okay, I'll go get the key. I'll, uh, you know." And he he un unchains him. Oh, Landry! Damn uh, it! And Damn uh, so naive. That's and, where I learned not to get attached to anybody in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Everybody. Oh, this yeah. This one this one really hurt because you know he was he was, seemed like a good guy, and you're rooting yeah. for him and hoping you would make it to the end, but. Uh, ben Foster is able to wrestle him to the ground, and he scratches his way up to the gun, and turns around and puts one in his head. Yeah, it's yeah. a very uh, sort of brutal, desperate fight too. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not, clawing at the ground. Yeah, trying to get away. there's nothing about it that, that feels like a staged action no. fight. Right. It's just a very like. Ooh. They don't cut away. Nope. It is. I mean, it's a. It's a little bit further away. It's not a close up type thing. You see the whole landscape. You see a hill, and they're mm-hmm. kind of down in a ditch, and they're uh, tumbling one on top of the other, yeah. punching. And yeah, Ben Foster is clawing his way up, and he he gets to that gun, and just like it's just turns around again, no cuts, turns around, boom, Jeez. puts one in his head. Uh, you can see that Plumbins isn't moving, and and Ben Foster gets away. He steals one of the horses that wakes up Christian Bale, and, and you know, and and he runs out to see what's going on. And uh, this was after we should mention because I think it's important. Oh, his buddy, yeah. uh, you know, his buddy basically tells him right before they go to bed. He's like, "I'm I'm done. I'm starting to." He can't feel things, and obviously, he's his mind and yeah. body is is going to waste. And, and and he's just wearing a shirt and pants, and it's a downpour, yeah, and, yeah. and it's freezing, and it's cold. Yeah, and he says, "I don't feel anything." So, right. uh, his last thing that he does before he rides off is he goes to the chief and he says, "I'm sorry for your treatment." Mm. And I think that's probably where they're trying to make a statement here. That yeah, that's part of the statement this film is making but uh it's a good scene where he opens up he's calling out the chief at first i'm like is he gonna try to kill like i thought that because of 
the crimes or, or the battles mm-hmm. where Christian Bale and his friends on the battlefield were killed. I'm like, since he's done, is he going to try to go kill the right. chief? No. But no, what he does is he gives him a gift. He apologizes and gives him tobacco yeah. and says, right. sorry for your, the treatment of your people and mm-hmm. forgive us. Yeah. And, uh, and so they, anyway, they wake up after the, the gunshot and uh, Foster rides off. And then uh, Christian Bale tells everybody that he's going to go get him. Well, and he gets a shot off it. Like we, he gets hit. He he hits. Does he? I couldn't tell. He hits he, him. Oh, so yeah, he hits him right in the rain. back. Does he? Okay. And he knows. He's like, I got him. He'll, okay. He's going to bleed out. Yeah. He doesn't want anyone else to go after him. He's like, I've already lost good men. Yeah. Uh, but but his buddy rides off. You know, he just he rides off. He still doesn't have a coat on or anything. But he grabs a horse and goes off after him. Yeah. And so after the rain is over, they go and they find both the men. Uh, ben Foster has been shot multiple times, uh, mm-hmm. but his friend is also sitting under a tree with a bullet wound in his head and a gun down yeah. by his side. So yeah. he he did the job. He took out Ben Foster, but he also ended his life because he was he he knew that it was coming to an end. Yeah. I mean, whether he had control or not. Um, and another really emotional scene. I mean, Ooh. this is where Christian Bale just has a breakdown. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, he he takes it. It's rough, and uh, you know, I mean, the guy can act. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's, it, it's a pretty effective scene, and we, you know, I think it's also at this point where, like, um, you know, like West Studi and 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 the Indians also see that you know Christian Bale is is also you know everything that he's done horrible to them, but in turn, you know, they understand like it's taking a toll. Yeah, 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 and and yeah, it's it's a really good scene, uh, and and so we're losing more and more soldiers along the way. You yeah. Know, we, started off with you know four or five of them two die they get replaced then another yeah. one of those dies then his second in command here dies and, and Plemons dies yeah. at the hands of Foster Foster's yeah. dead now so yeah. our group is getting very small at this point yeah we, basically now we got like rando mustache guy yeah <laughs> I was like who's left oh yeah. we have the one new mustache guy, guy yeah. who at first I was like oh is he in cahoots with Foster and they, I, and they kind of set that up right because they give him a couple looks where you're like yeah. oh man he's gonna let him go but and that doesn't happen yeah he's when, just, exactly I, I thought there was gonna be some kind of escape uh, yeah you know in the midst no. but, but again that's why I said at the beginning like this is kind of a simple story mm-hmm. I mean it's effective and it's telling an important history lesson but it's not a convoluted complex right. story there's not a lot of twists and turns no. there wasn't a twist with Bale like I thought there wasn't right. an escape for Foster like the movie really is just point A to point B and the characters having to grow yeah. along the way and they get into a few scuffles it's, but it subverts expectations but not in a big like showy head fake right you know yeah. it's not like ah, ha ha no. you know it's like they don't even set it up like that you, you just kind of anticipate things that just you're like oh yeah it's 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 an effective story but it's it's still simple it's point a to point get from point a to point b it's it's a very quiet movie yeah Yeah. it is absolutely and and there's i mean the there's not even much of a score like i mean it literally is a quiet movie i noticed throughout most of the film there is no music in the background it is just talking and even when they're not talking it's just looking at faces you know and it's weird to take a movie that opens with the brutal murder of yeah. Two children and an infant, and be like, it's a quiet film. It is. Right. <laughs> I know. It's, it's what's. Yeah. Yeah. It. Um. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it, to your point, it, there's really how, who's left. You yeah. Know, you yeah. start taking like a mental head count of like, well, who is left here? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's now. just we're so, about to winnow <laughs> it down a little further. Yeah, yeah. So so we so Christian Bale, along with Rosamund Pike, along with the chief, his son, uh, the wives, and the the child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did Mus- you recognize the son? No. What's he from? 
Joe Dirt. Uh, he's been a lots of other things. Really? You're right. He's you're he's right. The Indian pa- <laughs> yes, he's the he Indian is. friend at the fireworks stand in Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. Really. Whisker do's, whisker don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's yeah. funny. I I thought I thought uh, he was really good. I thought both yeah. the the chief and his son like they were really good oh, yeah. because yeah. again, there's not much speaking going on. They yeah. do speak in the native language a little mm-hmm. bit, which has subtitles. But again, just the emotion you can tell what they've been through these right. seven years in right. jail. Like there is there's so much uh, mm-hmm. to say through their facial expressions, yeah. and I think. Th- those two actors yeah. did phenomenal. The others are good too, like yeah. the women, uh-huh. but like they don't have much of a. They, you know, she right. want the one daughter gives Rosamund Pike an outfit, which is a good scene. But but they don't have yeah. There's not no, much of no. a part. Uh, no, those those two are fantastic though. And he so, was also in a HBO production uh, version of Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. So, so it's that crew along with random mustache soldier that they picked up at the fort, mm-hmm. and they finally get to Montana. Um, the chief is is on his last leg and make it. Yeah, and so uh, Christian Bale has a good conversation with him, and and uh, this is where they really both come to terms with everything in the past and being able to put it behind them. Christian Bale goes to him and says the names of all the people that died mm-hmm. in his fight. But my but, friend, yeah, my friend, my friend, my but, friend. but at the end he says, I've lost a lot of people and you have too. And mm-hmm. it's hard for both of us. Really good scene yeah. between the two of them. And yeah. they have an understanding, you know, it's mm-hmm. very quiet again, but um, you know, uh, and he says, can, can you make it the rest of the way? And we, we know that he's, you know, going to die very mm-hmm. shortly. So they they get to the final burial ground. He has passed away. Mm-hmm. They build. Uh, they they have a ceremony. Obviously, the tribe has their their ceremony. They do. Yeah, you think it's wrap it up. Yep, yeah, and he's he's about to be buried, and then we see four people riding over the over the hill. And uh, Christian Bale goes to get his little letter from the president. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, of course, that should be effective. Uh, yeah, anybody we hear, anybody stops you, you just show them this. Yeah, and they will leave you alone. Yeah, that's yeah in the beginning. So yeah, you know that's going to work out well. Um, uh, not so in Montana. Yeah, and so shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so the the four of them right over the hill. Is, is this the guy from Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Herschel. So, Herschel. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was I was thinking that was him. Yeah. Uh, he rides up with his. Th- and, and of course we're like, yay, Herschel. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he rides over the hill with his three sons. They're all mm. dressed in black, which. I think is very symbolic. Yeah. Uh, you could tell these guys are going to yeah. be bad. Great. Uh, there and uh, he he says, "What are you doing on my land? I want you to get off the land, uh, take take all these people, take the dead Indian, get them out of here." And Christian Bale shows him the letter. He says, "I have a letter from the president." And is there a sign of my garage that says "Dead Engine Burial"? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, he <laughs> Dan doesn't even know what to do with that joke. Yeah, I just gotta <laughs> let that go. Yeah. And uh, he says, I don't care. In, I don't in know. The, I don't need to hear yeah. how good my coffee is. <laughs> <laughs> he, I buy it. <laughs> Her, Herschel, his, he says, I don't care. No word, no letter from the president mm-hmm. can tell me what to do with my land. So he's, he, you know, they're all cocking their guns at this point. And yeah. they say, you get them off the land now or else, you know, we're going to have trouble. And Christian Bale, again, with the body language. <laughs> I, I, just I, turns his back on him. He's, he can tell he's just resigned to like. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're so close. And so I, I was surprised at this one because he pulls, he has a gun that's tucked in his waistband mm-hmm. and he turns around and so show it to clearly him. see yeah. the gun mm-hmm. and he takes it out and he holds it at his side. And I'm like, oh, he's going to get shot down. Like, I mean, he yeah. pulls his gun, but they don't do anything yet. So these guys obviously are not as intimidating as they want you to think. They don't just no. immediately gun them down. 
But uh, then Rosamund Pike comes from. They're still gunning down a military officer. Like they, yeah. like they, they got to know exactly if like, they shoot him. Even it's if be, it, it's still gonna be a it's lot a problem. Of, it's gonna be a problem. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty brazen because you're like, uh, I mean, yeah. aside from the presidential order, yeah, he has a presidential order, but they're so far away. Yeah. It's like. You can I tell that they're what, like, right. how enforceable is this? Right. right. I don't know what I never saw him. You yeah. Know, like really? Who? Who's no. gonna? Yeah. Who's gonna tell what happened? Uh, but so the Rosamund Pike comes and kind of flanks them, and she pulls a rifle on them, and and Herschel. This part. Yeah, he's like, you're not, you, you don't, you're not going to shoot me, and kind of pulls one of those head fakes where I think <laughs> at the end of Magnificent Seven, remember, it's the same thing where he tries to give the long winded speech, right. and then all of a sudden gets shot. Well, he's just like, you're not going to shoot me, and boom, just instantly right. <laughs> shoots him, and then they all start firing, and this is a tough scene because all these people that we've come to, you know appreciate all these characters that have made it from the very beginning yeah all the indians i mean people are dropping everyone dies except for christian bale rosamund pike and the young indian and well one of the suds for a moment oh true yeah so three (laughs) three of the uh the the other the new hostile uh, landowners (laughs) uh are dead but one of them kind of escapes and starts running away through the field and Christian Bale just picks up his gun, shoots him in the leg, I think, and yeah. he falls over. So d- wounds him, doesn't kill him, and then goes and finishes the job. Uh, yeah, with a knife. It, it, yeah, with a knife. And it's it is interesting because it's like he in in turn ha- has like become exactly what the movie opened with, right? right? Yeah, with shooting a guy in the back, going over. I yeah. thought he, he was going to scalp him, but he yeah, didn't. you think he's going to scalp he was him? Too. Yeah, yeah. He, he does it, but what he does is just as sure. You know, I mean, I mean he, he knives, knives him knife. in the back like many right. times. Yeah. I mean, it's very brutal, but I thought because of you know killing his friends, the Indians, I thought he was going to kind of honor them by mm-hmm. right. doing his. Yeah, you know, no, but no, no, but I mean, but, it, it, it it is exactly what I mean. The, yeah. the, the name of the movie, yeah. right? It was effective, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how it wraps up. You, it flashes forward. Uh, they're at a train station. I say you get the final scene of the train station where she's getting on the train with the with the young Indian boy. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's taking him on, and I also thought, well, that's nice. I knew this is where it was going. Once they all died, I'm like, okay, so she's yeah. got a family now. Yeah, you know, yeah, because they they uh, they actually honored the rest of the uh, the tribe by giving them the same burial mm-hmm. that the chief had. Give yeah. him the yeah. ceremony, and then yeah, he's dressed up and, and about to get on the train with Rosamund Pike, and so it's like, okay, that's nice. He has no family, but he has her, and she her family was killed, so both their families were killed in mm-hmm. the same kind right. of manner. But, right, but now they have a new family. Doesn't wouldn't the boy have still have family back home though? That like. <sighs> Like, I, I, that's where well, I was questioning where was back home is. Hard to say. Yeah, right? where, well, like, the thing is, like, where home. are they? Because they've been, they've been pushed off and scattered. So even though like this is their land, as we can see, and th- there's somebody also, took it over. There's yeah. also a movement in this period of like we should let white people raise Indians and that will civilize them. That's what bury my heart. Oh, what yeah. need is, is about. And uh, and so there was there was definitely a mentality of like, well, they'll be better off in the white world. Right. So we should like we're doing sure. them a favor. So yeah, yeah. It's I mean Rosamund Pike is is uh, that's not her motivation. They don't show it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just person, she's obviously. basically. Well, it's I like mean, I think there were they don't have, they, have each they other. bonded over. And that. I yeah. think this goes back to where I was talking about, like with viewing through historical prisms, like like the people that felt that way thought they were doing the right thing. They right. weren't. They weren't pulling Indians from their homes. Yeah. They thought. 
they felt this will be better for them. I was no yeah. different than the, the the missions in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, so it's like so while we can look back and say mm, that was not a good thing, mm-hmm. I I don't think their motivation was at its core positive. Yeah, even if their actions weren't. Yeah, it's just white arrogance. But yeah, it's exa- it's exactly what it was, but. but but the, but they weren't like we need to hurt Indians. They were like this will help them sure. because right. the, the the thought process was if we can make them more white, quote unquote, then mm-hmm. we'll all get along, get along better. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like and and we're gonna teach them to read and hold jobs and like yeah. that's like in their mind like this is this is a good thing. Yeah. We are we are elevating them as a race. Yeah. And you know, so, but they weren't they weren't trying to do damage. I don't feel. Yeah, you know. I didn't think she was either. I, right, right. No, I don't yeah, think she was no. either. Yeah. This and is coming from a definitely a more uh, emotional place th- through the bond they built over this right, journey. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 They don't sell it at all as that she's trying to just be the. You know. I don't think they are. Yeah. But I. But when we're talking about like why would they let this happen? I yeah. think that's why. Yeah. I think it was like because a white lady wanted an Indian. Yeah. And also, okay. who's, who's going to speak on his behalf? Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, this at this point, when you think when they're going to part ways, Chris, I'm, I'm like, what does Christian Bale have? Like now he's retired. He has nothing to do. They've obviously bonded. He had some kind of connection with this woman. I'm like, where's he going? You know, right. I, yeah. I, I, you he's know, in Montana, that's the plan, I guess. Yeah. And so but and, there's this long moment that they hold where he's like, do I stay? Do I go? And he turns around and he looks at the train and because yeah. she's she invites him along yeah. and he's just like, nah. And then, and it's a, it's, and yeah. I don't know, I like this moment, I, and I, it's a smart enough movie that I feel like it's intentional, but he's looking at the train, and did you see what's going on behind him? No. When well, he's looking at the train? A car drives by. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, an a era appropriate car. Actually, right. it's probably not, I don't think right. cars really came around for another two or three years, because it's 1892, maybe it's 1893, right. but, uh. Um, but still, uh, you know, the, a car drives by, and I, I kind of took it as like your, your, your world's over, right? Like this is what's coming. This is, you know, and, the modern world, mm-hmm. and we're we're done killing it. You're Indians, out of place, and and if you don't get on this train, it, you know, it's it's not going to be pretty. Well, they're going cool. to Chicago right. though, so they're going I mean, to Chicago, which is yeah, it, the industrialization is going to take yeah. over. But yeah, at this point. You know he's going to be by himself. It's kind of yeah. like the and wild it, it bunch. Dawn, yeah, and it's it dawns da- on him that yeah. he's, he's he will be by himself. So he decides the last minute to jump on the back of the train, and then did you guys stay for after the credits? He gets arrested for not having a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Thrown out by <laughs> like Harrison the commuter. Ford. Yeah, no, yeah. No ticket. Somebody offers no him ticket. a bag of money, and yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, that's the first place my head goes to when he jumps on the train. Is I'm like, he didn't buy a ticket for that train. I think you can right. buy a ticket when you're on the train. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think back then. You I hope. Could, yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Because I'm like, yeah. Do you think it's easier to sell a ticket to stop a train? Yeah. Totally. If you got the money, they'll take it. Yeah. But it's a little slow. But overall, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. good. I I did too because yeah. again, I just it's been a long time since we got a good western. Yeah, and yeah. I you know I mean I enjoyed Magnificent Seven for what it was, but it wasn't. It's not the same thing. It's, it was. It's a Hollywood yeah. western. Exactly. This is it was know. fun, but like this was more more a, original, a grown up western. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that it, 
it bar- if you've seen westerns, it does borrow a lot from different things. Oh, but, yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed That's kind of what I like about westerns is watching people borrow other elements mm-hmm. and reassemble them to tell a new story. Yeah. yeah. And when it works, I, I, I like that aspect of a western. Yeah. So. And I think it did in this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dan, do you have a video recovery for us? Uh, yeah. Um, not totally the same kind of western, but there's a 1982 movie uh, that this kind of made me think of a little bit. Uh, starring Willie Nelson and Gary Busey called Barbarossa. And it was a big um, like cult movie, especially on cable at the time. Uh, it was, I think it was on Showtime, like nonstop. Uh, <laughs> I remember it being on cable a lot. A I don't think lot. I've ever actually seen it. It's a fan. It's an like, hour and 29 minutes, hour and 30 minutes. It's fantastic. It, it, it's one of those movies that's like... Um, uh, Willie Nelson plays this sort of legendary, almost mythical uh, bandit named Barbarossa, Redbeard, who is uh, constantly being hunted by this Mexican family. And we're never really quite sure why. And the movie slowly reveals why. And and, and, his, and they always send somebody out to kill him. And he's, he's so he's killed like seven of their men because <laughs> they keep trying to get him. And he, they're, he's just better. And then Gary Busey is uh, this sort of like farm boy who is on the run because he accidentally killed a man and he didn't even kill him with a gun. He like hit him with a stick, but he, he killed <laughs> like his brother-in-law. And so the father is trying to, you know, is wanting to kill him and these two kind of join up. And so you've got this very experienced, almost uh, mythical, he's a bandit. Right. And, and then you got Gary Busey, who's just barely knows how to handle a gun and how they slowly form a, a, a team. Um, it, it, this is it's a it's a quiet and kind of an odd movie. Uh, it's not your traditional western, but it is kind of fun to to watch. It, you, you forget how good Gary Busey was. Yeah, he's really good at this. Willie Nelson, especially pre motorcycle wreck. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's this is he was on pace to be. Oh yeah, yeah. A I mean, this is actor. post. Yeah, it's post uh, Buddy Holly story. Right. But, uh, he's really really good in this. It's a, a really fun movie, and. Um, it's sort of uh, about mythology and about legends and, and how Willie Nelson knows he has to kind of perpetuate his, his myth and, 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 and legend that kind of helps his, you know, he doesn't even have to, yeah, it's (laughs) like, he doesn't even have to like really do much to like hold people up or rob them because they're they're like, like, Oh, "Oh, you're that guy. Here you go. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And it's, uh, it's a, it's a, I mean, if you get a chance to see it, it's, it's really a lot of fun. And, uh, it's one of those ones. It was like, it's, it's a, in his own way, kind of a revisionist Western. Sure. Uh, because there's, I mean, there, it's not really about good guys and bad guys. Right. Uh, but it, it's one of those movies that, um, you know, it's, it's more about the, the, the myth making and, and Westerns. Yeah. Uh, that makes it so fun. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's worth it. Cool. Did, well, th- thank you, Dan. Did Willie Nelson do a lot of acting? He did. He had he a was period a, of it. I yeah. didn't realize yeah. he was yeah. an actor. Yeah. And he was good. Uh, I mean, it was in a movie called Honeysuckle Sickle Rose. That was. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's some made for TV stuff. And he probably went to the gamblers stuff. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, uh, he's really he and uh, he and Gary Busey were actually producers on this. Uh, and it's a uh, it's a it's a great film. It's a great little film. Uh, if you get a chance, I would check out Barbarossa. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Let's uh, go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter, DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Brad. You can find me on Facebook and the League of Show Shares or on ReviewSTL.com. And this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show, you can do it at Facebook.com slash RealSpoilers or at RealSpoilers.com. So I guess that's it for this episode. No idea what we're doing next time. So thanks for tuning in. And until then, Ethan, let's Debbie live. I'm on the train that's bound for Santa Fe. 
Like the wind, like I'm gonna live forever. It's a feeling time can never take away. All I need's a few more dollars, and I'm out of here to stay. Dreams come true, yes they do, in Santa Fe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.